Welcome, everyone, to our third episode of the Double A Show podcast with your co-host, Aaron and Augustine. And today we actually have a special guest, uh, not really special, but uh, a guest. Uh, you want to introduce yourself? Hi, everybody. My name is Jose De La Garza. I'm actually Aaron's brother. <laughs> yeah, well, that's kind of irrelevant. Uh, big, big brother. Just want to specify. Okay, that shut up. In more ways than one. Okay. Uh, <laughs> In only one way, age, he is not taller than me. I'm taller. I'm 5'11". He is like 5'7". Let's get that out of the way. I do weigh a bit more. I'm like at 195. He's at 200. You didn't have to mention the height. You didn't have to mention the height, but I'm 5'9". You're not, dude, you're not 5'9". Chepo. Chepo. Chepo, wait, wait, wait. Before we go off about our stuff, Chepo, I saw a picture uh, that you took recently for your girl's uh, birthday, which was like last week. Happy belated birthday to Catherine, by the way. Shout out to you for um, keeping <laughs> Chepo, uh, hope, like not, now now that we know he's not, you know, he doesn't swing the other way. But anyways, um, <laughs> <laughs> what do you call it? Uh, we saw a picture where it was you, Sophie, Jacob, and Catherine. And you were like literally one inch taller than Sophie. And she's like five, six. Dude, she was, she was wearing fucking like, like um heels or whatever there's not she's still she was still you were only like one inch taller dude you're not I'm not trying to act like you're freaking like six feet you missed your five six short uh, king fuck you all right let's go on with the fucking uh, augustine very similar thing about uh, augustine yeah man it's not nice but uh we're gonna start with uh not necessarily takeaways just some opinions we have on some of the nfl teams now that week three has concluded uh i'm gonna go ahead and start with the vikings and the reason i'm not talking about the packers um and the vikings instead is because uh aaron actually hates kirk cousins with, with a passion oh, since he was the former quarterback for the then washington redskins i just don't think he's good and th that's actually been something that's been going on in my head that i do agree that the last four not four but a couple of years he's been with minnesota he hasn't really lived up to expectations but this year i mean even though they're they haven't um what's their record right now are they like one and two or are they i think they won this week and yeah they won this week and i think they won week one or week two one of those they actually won yeah they're yeah they're they're two and one yeah they're two and one I'm pretty sure. Okay. Well, regardless, they could have uh, actually no, no, been. No, no, no. They're one and two, one and two. Yeah, yeah they're one and two. They're one and two. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. actually, I, I I thought they were one and two, but <clears throat> um, I think they could have probably been three and zero. Oh, because uh, to be honest, at least for right now, their offense is actually doing pretty good. It's honestly their defense that has let them down so many times in that these last three games, and I think it's just come to a point. Where do you think? Is Kirk Cousins not winning, or is it just his defense not doing enough to actually put him in those situations for these last three games? Uh, yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, because uh, last week they played against the Cardinals, and they were up, I think, for most of the game until, like, the very end. And I think the Cardinals won the game with, like, a field goal or something like that. And I think that the Vikings have a very potent offense, because, I mean, they have Cook, who's a top five, if not top three running back. They have uh, a very good wide receiving core with Thielen and Jefferson. Probably uh, a top five duo as far as, like, I guess, a uh, pair of receivers go. 
their tight ends aren't really like that like flashy but their line is very very good so i think they have a top five if not top 10 offense but i do think that their defense i mean they got some key pieces back i mean they got uh smith the safety they have uh kendricks they picked up patrick pete patrick uh peterson from a free agency so i think they have uh everything you need i i I just don't think they're they're just not playing to the potential that they could be because i think the vikings had a lot of potential i mean they had a lot of hype coming into the season that's what i think well but they're uh, not really living up to it well is it um you know too much to say that a little bit of both the, the defense and kirk cousins I mean, you know, it is football, so, you know, Kirk has been playing okay. Um, in my opinion, he's an above-average quarterback. But, you know, watching the games, he does have some over – you know, he does overthrow at times. But it looks like he's under duress a lot because it seems like he doesn't have a lot of time to throw because that offensive line right now is not the best. You know, they, got, they do have some injuries on the line. Um, and on top of that, uh, I think their defense is just not living up. At the moment, they did have a tough – outing again because he did play against the cardinals and we know the cardinals are uh what top five offense uh yeah i think they have a top five offense i think yeah, they, might, so they it, might have the most uh consistent quarterback right now too in the kind yeah, of exactly so i think he's number one in in mvp voting right now if not like top three but you know it's you know it's a tough outing but i think it might be a combination of both yeah i, mean, I, can, yeah. I can see that too I yeah. Agree. yeah i mean i'm not saying that like kirk cousins is playing like stellar or anything I'm, I'm just bringing up like a thought that like is it yeah. all on him for well, not it, being able to win more well it well that's always been uh an issue with him ever since he went to minnesota because remember when he first signed like i think they went to the nfc championship the year before and they were saying they just needed that one piece and they thought kirk was that piece oh yeah and, when they lost to uh truly yeah it, it, yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, exactly. They lost to the Eagles. Um, but ever since then, they—I don't think they've made the playoffs. Or did, if they did, it was once. Uh, I think I think so. I can't remember. I, I don't care about that team. I have to <laughs> at some point because they're in my division. But you know. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's one thought I wanted to like uh, bring up. You know, just something maybe the viewers could also weigh in wherever they want to yeah. comment. Yeah. You, are you a Packers fan? Is that why you say that? Yes, yeah, 100%. I just wanted oh, to bring up how uh, Nisi just texted me right now because he's obviously lis- listening to the podcast. He said that uh, Kirk Cousins has been playing stellar. 118 QBR or uh, passer rating, whatever the fuck that is, and uh, eight TDs, and he's been playing stellar. He just wanted me to tell you guys that, just so you guys know, and uh, zero INTs. Just okay. you know, just a thought. I still think that Kirk Cousins is god awful. He went to uh, Michigan State. Fuck that college. I okay, Fuck I, Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk I Cousins is bad. I don't like Kirk Cousins. I think he's terrible. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna put that out there. So Aaron is just. So Aaron is obviously. I just don't just, like Kirk Cousins. I just don't think he, dude. Whenever they signed him, when at okay, the moment, yeah. Justin Fields. At the moment, yes. okay, that's not a topic I wanted to bring up. Augustine, thank you very much. But uh, yeah, I. I don't know. Uh, Justin Fields is kind of a tough like topic to bring up because I do think, like Jose said earlier before the podcast, that that's literally like Matt Nagy being a garbage like coach. He's just not a good coach. 
I just yes, don't think I, he's coach. you I, he I, didn't put uh Fields in the position to succeed when you have a rookie QB that's making their first start like ever, obviously, because it's his first fucking season, and you only put at most five people on the line to block for you against yeah. one of the best defenses, that's literally a recipe for disaster. Like that's yeah, just how I mean, it is, bro. I mean, yeah, I mean, watching the game, I mean, you, you didn't see any uh you didn't see any help for the offensive line. You didn't see the running backs try to chip or any tight ends or anything like that. And on top of that, they barely ran the ball. I think David Montgomery only had like what ten rushes. Well, you would know you on your fantasy team, but yeah, he's on my yes, he's on my team. But I mean, but looking at it, like like you know, um, they weren't on the field much because like, they couldn't get the ball moving. Uh, I mean, I think Fields had like what twenty net passing yards because he got sacked so much. He had so okay. So there's actually a. Funny stat. He had 68 passing yards, but he got sacked nine times. That's a lot, by the way. Nine times for 67. So he had one net passing yard. One. One. Oh, okay. Yeah, one net passing yard. Yeah, it's even okay. worse. It's one. It was one net. It was just, yeah. It's fucking insane, dude. Like, it's, but, but like, it's but like I said, I, I put the blame on, uh, uh, what's his name? I was going to say Adam Gates because he's basically Adam Gates 2.0. Yeah. Uh, Matt Nagy. Matt Nagy, uh, you know, he's... He had one good year with the Bears, but I, ever since then he's he's gone downhill, and I think this year shows it with the rookie quarterback. Uh, even before that, with Andy Dalton, like they don't, they don't I mean, do enough on the offense. They're not creative, and they don't try to get their play. Yeah, yeah. They, they they don't get their like they got Allen Robinson, who's a stud, and you know he hasn't done anything. And David Montgomery's a good running back also, but they're not doing anything to help him out. They're making these great players look like bums when they're yeah, not bums. They're, they're not, yeah. And I guess I think the good comparison is Adam Gates. You know, like once players left Adam Gates, they became successful. Look at Ryan Tannehill and um, Sam Darnold right now with the Panthers. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was, so I, I mean, I feel like you should be like, I mean, I, I feel like any person that's not a NFL casual knows that Sam Darnold was not the problem at, uh, at um, New York. That was just so obvious that it was not his fault. Yeah, yeah, he flashed know. a lot, but but Adam Gase, uh, and like I said, Matt Nagy is in this category. They um, they're pro- they're progress blockers. Hundred percent, I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, I just want to make one statement because obviously this is my takeaway from this week. Uh, this is not really a hot take. I don't want to say this is a hot take because it's obviously I feel like y'all probably could agree with it somewhat, but I think that the Winner of this of the Super Bowl this year is going to be the Los Angeles Rams. Ooh, that's that's my. I mean, that's, I'm thinking with that until something. I mean, not until, but unless something bad goes down, where like obviously like Stafford gets like a season-ending injury or something. Like obviously, I'm gonna pray on wood. Yeah, barring injury, he's yeah, in a good but... spot. But uh, yeah, like dude, their offense and plus their defense. It's so like it. It reminds me of the Patriots when they went undefeated back in two thousand seven, I think, because yeah. they have a they said they have a super high powered offense. But I and it's crazy to think that their defense might be even better than that than their offense. Like their no, offense, it is it one hundred percent is yeah yeah one hundred percent yeah. So their offense is so fucking good. They're top five, if not top three, if not the best, and then. You also add in the fact that their best, like their best uh, uh, unit, isn't even their offense. It's the fucking defense, bro. Like that's just scary, dude. I don't think any team can beat them right now. Until I mean, they beat the Bucks, who won 
uh, last year. So I just think that they've shown me enough for me to say that they're going to win a Super Bowl this year. So that's my not so hot take, to be honest. So, so you're riding yeah, the hype not, train. That's not too hot, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm gonna ride the cam, the not, not the cam, the Stafford train. I I love Stafford, bro. Ever since he's been the uh, quarterback since what, like 2009, 2010, with the yeah, it, it was when yeah, like, and, he's, me and, and he's been so underrated just because yeah, he's in Detroit. Yeah, because he was in a dog shit team, so they like no uh no one would look at him because it's like okay, well he's playing for Detroit. Who the fuck cares? You know, like that team but, is not going to be good anyway. Yeah, this is probably his best set of weapons he's had outside of Megatron. Obviously, that was one player. Yeah, he um, he's player. had more. Yeah. He has more than one player to rely on now. Exactly. Like exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And he's got a competent, one of the best offensive minds right now, um, to help him out. Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. Yeah. So I, that, that's not too hot taking, in my opinion, because, I mean, I think they either they consider him the best team at the moment. Are they number one in the power rankings? I think they are, yeah. They are. Would, would yeah. you think that um, Sean McVay is a better head coach right now than uh, Matt Nagy? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, like, Andy Reid or, like, Bill Belichick, dude. I know. <laughs> or, like, Matt LaFleur or something. Okay, oh, let's no, not go sure. that far. I'm sure, I'm sure there could be a little debate there. <laughs> dude, Matt Nagy, bro. You know when they, like, started to suck? And obviously, um, obviously, I'm a fan of the Eagles or whatever. But it was the year that they lost in the playoffs against us. I think it was like 2018 yeah. when they when they had that uh, double joint, whatever the fucking field. Oh yeah. Just, ever since then, it's like it's like it just sucked the soul out of the organization, and they just I haven't think, done anything. Yeah, no, I think I think uh, him and the GM are just uh, we're just terrible together, man. Uh, um, I mean, like like they're drafting tight ends, and they have like ten tight ends in the room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like who does that? <laughs> yeah. And, true. Um, and and man, I like uh, you know he had some success with Patrick Mahomes. I think that's what made him look good. But then when he went on his own with Mitch Trubisky, he couldn't be creative. Wait, he chose yeah. he chose Trubisky over who was it? I, I for, forgot who the quarterbacks were. It was a uh, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Okay, but I mean, but I mean, in yeah, in hindsight, twenty twenty for that one. I don't like, think anyone course, even knew who Matt who um. Mitch Trubisky was during nope. that time. Everybody knew who Pat Mahomes nobody, and Watson were. No, I didn't know no, Pat Mahomes. No, yeah, nobody knew who Pat Mahomes was. Everyone knew who well, Watson was because he was at Clemson. Okay, well, but, okay. But well, I, I didn't know who Mahomes was. And, I, and that's I'm a talking from fan. a standpoint of college football fans. Obviously, I'm a big college fan. I'm a big um, fan of college football. So I knew who Pat Mahomes was. I remember that game. I forgot who it was against. I think it was against uh, Oklahoma against Baker. Baker, yeah. Where they both scored like seventy points or sixty points, so I knew who Pat Mahomes was. Oh, please! I didn't, in the, would, in the I didn't think he was that, good. No, but like, okay, I didn't think he would be this good as good as he is. Like where he's potentially the best uh, player in the whole fucking league, but I knew he had some kind of potential like that. Yeah. And I, and I for damn sure didn't think that Trubisky would be better than this guy. Trubisky only had, I think, he only played one full season at uh, North Carolina or wherever the fuck he played, and. Yeah. And he Watson was drafted number one. Three four years, and I, I think he won one championship against uh, Alabama, and then he lost the other one. Like, how do you take a guy like Trubisky over Watson? Like, it's just like if you just look at the eye test, you like it just doesn't make any sense. But well, speaking of Mahomes, let's talk about the Chiefs real quick. What do you think about them and their uh, misfortunes lately? Uh, I think, I think that um, to be honest, 
I think everybody is actually no. You know what? At first, whenever I first brought up this topic, I was going to say that everybody is overreacting. But yeah, honestly, I like I, I don't think I don't think they really are though because if you look at them, they've uh, ever since they've had Mahomes, which was what 2018, 2017, whatever the fuck it was, or it is. Uh, they haven't been good on defense. Like they have like maybe up to like maybe two or three uh, stars on defense, but the defense is not good. Like you can literally like any team could put up thirty against them any given night. So I think that they're basically like, well, I was going to say they're basically how the Cowboys have been in past seasons, except for this year, where like you have to win in a shootout to beat them for them, for them to win. And I think that the Chiefs have to be in a shootout every game in order for them to win. I mean, I got to disagree. Like their defense is not bad per se, but. They're they're at least average. They're middle of the pack. Um, but you know, you know, let's look at the two teams that they they played. They get, they played. They lost against Baltimore, right? And this past Sunday against um, uh, the Chargers. You know, those those are two good teams. You know, we're not we're not talking about like two that they lost to an, an average team or whatever. Like those are two teams competing for playoff spots. Um, and you know, I think Baltimore is long overdue to get a win against them. Like you know, Baltimore looked pretty good, and Justin Herbert looked amazing this past Sunday. So, you know, Herbert I think it's just the. It, what did I say? I said Herbert always looks amazing. It's the baby goat. <laughs> he is. Uh, I don't think it's much of a over. I think it's just an overreaction. Uh, you know, because we're so used to seeing Mahomes be godly on the field and stuff. I I, I think it's an overreaction. I, I don't know. What do you think, Augustine? Well, I mean, I've always known that their defense hasn't really been stellar. Even when they had um, Smith, I never really heard much about their defense as much as their offense. And even when they had a bum-ass Matt Castle, it was kind of him leading it. (laughs) Um, Like, I never heard any real good things about their defense. Like, they're there, and that's really about it. Like, that's... I, I never heard anything stellar or even, like, worth mentioning about their defense. So, it's always been their offense that's been, like, the talk. Yeah, since Andy Reid got there in what 2012, 2011, it's always been they've always had a high-powered offense and a not so good defense. Yeah, like, it's like a, they have they have a few star players. They have um, what's that guy's name? I forgot his full name, but I think his name's Chris Number Ninety Five. Chris Jones. Yeah, Chris Jones. He's good. Um, the, Tyra Matthew. Yeah, Tyra Matthew. Um, he's good. Uh, I think that's about all they have. Actually, I don't think I know anyone else that's good on that defense. That's what I'm saying. Have to like it's like okay. The reason also why they lost last year in the Super Bowl is because they didn't have a good defense. Okay, uh, like obviously I wouldn't I, I, I would the offensive line there. Yeah, it was the offensive line, but they also couldn't stop um Brady. I mean Gronk had two touchdowns, like they just could not stop him. And I think if it was a uh shootout, I think the Buccaneers would have still won because they just had a more potent offense than the Chiefs do. At at uh, at that time. Now I don't know. Like I just I don't see. I think that the Chiefs this year are very uh, beatable. That's what I think. If I'm I mean, I mean I agree. Yeah, but you know they're actually they're, like they're they're not as scary as they used to be. Yeah, but but I think they're a team that will get better as the year goes on. Yeah. Um, so 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 they redid their entire offensive line. Um, yeah. So you know those guys are all learning how to play, and they're still learning the playbook. 
And I think um, as the year goes on, the running game will get better, which will help out the passing game. I can see their offense shaping into something better than what it is now. The problem is still going to be the defense, though. Um, yeah. But it's oh, yeah. it's Mahomes, 100%. so I mean, I wouldn't count them out just yet. Yeah. Okay. So he's a future goat. So. True. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's what I was gonna say. Well, he signed a what ten year, five hundred million dollars yeah. contract. Like, that's ridiculous. That's insane, bro. That's yeah. insane. I don't think that happens. That's insane. But I was gonna say also, like that's also a, a uh, good point that we brought brought up. How uh, so they pay him a lot of money, and this 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 goes for guys like him, uh, Josh Allen, Lamar, guys that are gonna get paid a shitload, and it's gonna kind of like handicap their uh organization because they won't be able to pay the defense as much as they're paying the offense for example that's why they only have two good players on the uh defense the chiefs do because they're paying tyree kill a top three uh receiver pat mahomes the best uh quarterback in the league kelsey the best tight end in the league and then you have uh you have to pay a good ass like o-line so well, they're paying Matthews and Jones and yeah, Orlando Brown top money. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Well, 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 I guess that's also why the Chiefs have been such a good team for a while, um, because um, they got to be. They, no, well, they draft well. The best teams always exactly. draft well. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. they draft. Okay. So they draft well. So exactly. So for the first what three or four seasons of Mahomes, he was on the. Uh, rookie contract so obviously it wasn't even like nearly as much as it is now you know what i mean so like they could actually afford better pieces around him now like you can't really afford that much because he signed a 10-year 500 million that's that's a lot bro like it is it is but but the way actually uh contracts are set up they're they're backloaded oh yeah so he's not not getting 45 right now like right now he's probably getting like 27 but every year it goes up you know what i mean and and so, yeah, see, like, for example, how um, uh, we signed uh, Wentz in what 2019, 2020, or whatever, to the five year, um, like a hundred and something uh, contract or whatever the fuck it was. And obviously, we tra- traded him this past uh, offseason, and we have to pay him from our team's pocket, which is, I think, like 30 or 40 like million or something like that. And he's not even pl- playing with us. So, that's fucking like crazy how like how that shit works it's just funny you know who did sign a top top tier contract though is uh and who actually won on sunday unlike patrick mahomes was uh mr daiquiri prescott uh correction it was monday oh yeah it was it was i forgot i'm sorry it was a it was a school night too i don't want to talk about this game but we're gonna talk about this game you don't you don't want to talk about it I feel like we need to talk about this game. Okay, now, okay, okay. Uh, let let me go first. I just want to start off by saying, uh, because obviously I'm an Eagles fan. Uh, Jose Chapita, whatever the fuck your name is, and a cowboy hater. I'm not a cowboy. I mean, when you say that, you are a cowboy hater. When like they're in the same division, like I'm not gonna be like whoopie doo. The Cowboys won. Like it's like come on, dude. Like but you live in Texas, huh? But you live in Texas. So that's a anarchy like, right there. Fuck the Texas. But anyway, uh, to be honest, uh, this was not a shock at all. This was very, I actually had been telling you the whole week, uh, 
Augustine that we we're gonna lose. Did I was was I not saying that? No, you were saying that Jalen Hurts was gonna go off. Like shut the fuck he, he up. He was gonna show that fantasy he was. Wise, he I have him fantasy wise. He went off for fantasy. Okay, he got me like twenty seven. <laughs> That's good. But yeah, our garbage. I already told you. Yeah, I don't care. It still counts towards my points. Augustine, what you're fucking laughing right now, bitch. I am laughing. <laughs> You know, I didn't say that. I literally have been saying the whole week that... You've been saying the whole year. Pick. You've been saying the whole year that y'all are going to lose, like, most of your games. Yeah, we're going to... Yeah, yeah. So, like, this was kind of, like, expected. And I know people were, like, kind of getting, like, oh, like, we might actually do something after the week one win against the Falcons. But, like, no, dude. Like, the Fal- Falcons are just garbage. Like, they're worse than... They're wor- worse than than uh, we are, which is funny because... They actually beat the Giants. I mean, I know uh, Nisi's gonna watch this. <laughs> Fuck the Giants, but we're not gonna talk about that because they're not really like you know uh, relevant. Anyways, I think this actually uh, says more about the Cowboys than it than it says about the Eagles because the Eagles are who we thought they were, and the Cowboys actually impressed me a lot uh, as a quote like uh, Jose says, "Cowboy hater." Uh, they actually did impress me, and I think that the Cowboys obviously. I think well, they're a sure bet to win the East now. Not really saying much because the other three teams are god-awful. Yeah, I, I think with Brian Fitzpatrick getting hurt with Washington, I think it leaves it open for Dallas mostly. But I, think- I, got, a qu- I, but I, got, I got a question for y'all, though. Like, I, I, hot take? Hot take question? Uh, kind of hot thing. take, yeah. Uh, hot take? All right, so uh, Trevon Diggs? I was actually gonna bring that guy up. I didn't. I don't like how he's so cocky. He's not. He's not that good to that point where he could be cocky okay. like that. Okay, but let's put it this. You know, you want to see that in a corner, don't you think? You want to see that confidence, that swagger in a corner. Yeah, cocky, confidence, whatever you want to call it. You know, that's good though. I mean, you see the top corners like Jalen Ramsey, Stephon Gilmore, or whatever. They act like that. You know, like. Yeah, like so- but, but hot take, I like that hot, is, uh, but hold up, hot take red. though, yeah. but what? hot take though, Devon Diggs, top five corner at the moment. No, no, no. At the moment. Mm. No, no. I mean, he I, has, I, I mean, he's, he's, he's got a lot of pass breakups, um, and, uh, I think he has really, 50%. I mean, it's, it's all like, obviously like it's a fucking good thing, but like that just means that they're passing a lot to him because they don't respect him. Like they respect Ramsey well, or Gil. Well, or how Mike. do you think how, how do you think teams earn respect or how do you think players get the respect? Uh, that is true. Well, they, they test them, and he's been winning the matchup so far. Like that one pick think... six, like he, he didn't really do anything. I'm not trying to hate, but like Smith literally <laughs> fucking fell. Excuse like, what me? do you expect? Like, season, he he caught that shit. It was wide open. Like, okay, yeah, but you, if, like, if this, any corner. Yeah. Would have, would have caught that. I'm not even trying to hate. That's just me being like, that's just me from like the fucking eye test. Okay. I'm saying but, that. But, what? But I'm talking about right now as as the corner, top top five corner. I mean, he's got three interceptions, one in each game so far. Um, He has a 50% completion rating, which is one of the best at the moment. And uh, in fact, he only has 10 receptions allowed. No, so, I think. So, so what do you think? I, I don't think he's a top five corner. I'm going to say no, but I'm not going to go as much emphasis as Aaron. I'm just saying no because I'm I'm, I'm just no, saying, you're no, saying no. No, 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 no. no. Like, nah, like he's not. That's a cowboy like, hater. Yeah. But we're talking about if, we're talking about if he, can, can, okay, no, if he continues it this week when he goes up against um most likely DJ Moore, who's better than any receiver we have 
as in uh, Philly, because obviously um, Moore would be our top receiver, like no question. If he shuts more, or not like shuts, but like if he contains more, uh, then I will consider probably putting him in a top five. And by the way, I really need him to Chepel because um, I'm playing against uh, Jacob, and he has D- he has DJ Moore. Well, well, before this game, I mean, he was going up against Mike Evans and Keenan Allen. I feel like everybody shuts down Mike Evans for some reason, though. He's only been shut down for one game, and that was the first one. So it's only been three games. But exactly. like I'm saying, like, like well, he the first one, I mean, I'll, I'll give a pass because everyone's still like getting their feet wet. Well, well, remember, like that's what I'm saying. At the moment, I'm not talking about when the year is said and done. I'm just talking about the moment. I'll give him one more game if he does that good this week again. I'll give him top five. Okay. I want to see like at least like four or five games, not three, because three. It's like you said, like he okay, he went up against Mike Evans and then Keenan Allen, okay, but then he shut down all of our scrubs. We don't have anyone good besides Smith, but he's still a rookie. Yeah, like I said, it, it's a hot take. Is that the only thing you yeah. had to say about the so let's come down. I'm not I, I am calm. I just had a I had like I had like a few drinks, that's why. I feel like I talk better when I have a few few drinks, but we'll... We'll see how the podcast comes out. Yeah, but <laughs> one one team that says they're not pushing the panic button, but they probably are secretly, are the Pittsburgh Steelers. Oh, my God. Okay, uh, wait. So, they're pushing the panic button because of one player, and it's literally the most important position. It's the most – if they had if they had any decent to above-average quarterback besides Big Ben, they would be undefeated right now, bro. So, so what you're telling me is Mitchell Trubisky can go in and lead them to the playoffs? Probably. Yes. 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 Probably. Dwayne Dwayne Haskins can lead them oh, to the God. playoffs. Yeah. That's their probably. Bad. Probably. Yeah. So, so I mean, if you, I mean, it's been going on all year, but it's it was super evident this past game. I don't know if y'all saw it. Um, you probably saw the highlight of him trying to run. And he trips over the yeah, yeah yeah everyone already knows what I'm talking about. He trips over he the, had the grass or whatever. He had the Daniel Jones yeah. syndrome. Yeah, the the, the so turf funny. monster came up and got him. But you know he he's as mobile as a tree. You know, like he can't move. Uh, he has no his arm is non-existent right now. He can't pass the ball past three yards. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah. He and also likes to. He likes to throw into triple coverage that's right in front of him too. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, by doing all that, it's affecting somebody. So they already have a bad offensive line as it is, and they have no running game. And then on top of that, you can't spread it around. So, I, I think, I think Augie, you're the one to ask this. So I, I think he's he's the reason why the Steelers are being held back right now. Yeah, hundred percent. And and I think a lot of people could probably agree with that because you know the eye test is there. You can see it happen. Yeah. You know, uh, Chepo, I was actually talking to um, Victor about that. Obviously, our uncle, because he's a big uh, Steelers fan, and he he came down this weekend. And I was talking to him about that, and he he was trying to act like they were good. I was like, I was like, bro, y'all are literally gonna like suck this year because of one guy, and it's literally because of Ben Roethlisberger, and he's the reason why they've been sucking. Like he literally sucked this past week. Like his stats yeah. don't even look as bad as he actually plays. Because I oh, think no. this week he's got he's got decent stats. 40. But like, he's, he's, like he's not like he can't throw. He has uh like obviously he's not uh mobile at all. Like I think nowadays you need to be uh mobile or if you're not at least like you know like let go of the ball quick. You know what I mean? Like obviously Tom does does that quick. Uh, Rogers does does that quick. Like there's guys that aren't fast at all that aren't very uh mobile, but they can release the ball quick this guy doesn't do that he holds on to the ball way too long like he's just not 
he's not as efficient as he used to be, yeah. which is weird. It's weird to think about because he has uh, Juju, Deontay Johnson, Claypool. Claypool. That's probably and, arguably. And yeah, that's okay. But like just off of his receivers, that's arguably a, if not top three, top five uh, receiving yeah. Yeah. core. Like yeah. because they're all good. And then he has, I mean, obviously the offensive line is not as good as it could be, but uh, Harris is a very, very, very capable uh, RB. And he also, you cannot win a game when you're uh, when your best offensive receiver or when your best re, uh, when your best receiver on your offense is your halfback that isn't even a very good pass catcher in uh, Najee Harris. He had 15. No, I think it was. 14 or 15 catches this week, bro. That's too much for a guy that's yeah. more of a... I think on like 20 the targets, too. Tack, tackles kind of, kind of guy. That what? And I think it was on 20 targets also. Yeah, like you can't... like You you target your guy, your running back, half the times that you throw it. Like that just can't be... Like obviously, uh, their problem is not the defense. The defense is very... I mean, they're top five. Oh, as yeah. far they're as a little like hurt a right now, though, but, you know. They're, I mean, they're hurt, but like... Even with like two or three other guys hurt, they're still, in my opinion, top ten. But they can't show their full potential because the offense gives them no opportunities, and they're always like tired because they're always on on the fucking field. Yeah, you know what I mean, I mean, I really don't have much else to add on that. Just that big band. I I think everyone can agree, or at least most people, aside from fans of the other three teams in that division, that um, most people probably just feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. <laughs> For for Big Ben, yeah, just that because oh. like oh, I don't, I don't feel that for him. I do. Yeah, I think he should have. I think he should have retired last year because last oh, year. Oh man, he, I agree too. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like last year he was going off like Brady. He's probably like, oh, Brady's like forty two right now and he's balling. I could do that, but it's like Brady's just no. a fucking anomaly, bro. That's just once in a lifetime kind of dude. Do do you, do you think yeah. do you think like Big that. Ben has taken more punishment than Brady has? I was actually gonna bring that oh. up. I was gonna say I was gonna oh, say yeah. that. uh Big Ben, like, is he's like so big that he he's uh well not is but he he usually was good at uh what's that word called absorbing hits because I, I obviously he's big as hell bro he's like what 250, 260? and then uh Tom was a more of a you have to like get him very good max protection and shit and like you know like they wouldn't hit him as much as they would to uh to Big Ben so obviously he's very no. like. He's very like fragile now. No, I I think it's actually the opposite, uh, Aaron. Uh, the reason Brady's so su- is successful is because he releases the ball quickly. Uh, Big Ben holds he's, on. He will not get hit as much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But he, but he, you know they didn't have to put max protection. They just uh, Big Ben. Uh, he would hold on to the ball a lot, so he'll always get hit. Like you know, you always watch the games with him, and he's running around holding on to the ball for like ten seconds. It felt like. Yeah. And he would always take hits, always. So so I think it's just his play styling is just caught up to him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's facts. Um so there's one thing that you guys had wanted to talk well, about. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say uh this was the this is what I picked out because I've been seeing um a lot of shit about a certain player from the NBA. Okay, sure so so it. before we get started, I'm, I'm going to go on record here saying that I am like the most simple casual basketball fan. I don't uh, I don't I, I don't watch I don't watch the regular season. 
I keep up with it, but I don't watch it. I only maybe watch the playoffs and maybe watch the finals. So when it comes to like when it comes to like hardcore stats of every player, I don't know anything for the most part. Yeah, we weren't gonna bring up stats for this one. No, but yeah, just for future reference. Yeah, this is more of like the eye test. Because speaking of uh, Augustine being a casual for the NBA or just basketball in general, he's also a very uh, vocal, avid hater of one LeBron James. Oh yeah, I don't know why you hate him. He's never. I, I was thinking actually, since we're on the pod, can you give can you give me a uh, reason as to why you hate him? Uh, a valid reason since you say you don't even watch the NBA. Well, it's not that I don't watch it. I just what's the word I'm looking for here? I'm just not that big of a fan of basketball as yeah, I am like okay, so other you're sports. Casual. Yeah, so I'm just like super your, casual. What's your, hate, what's your hate towards uh, my boy LeBron? Uh, I just hate how he just was that. Do you just hate him? Do you just hate him because you love to hate him, like some people do? Mm, or do you have an actual reason? I want to say that's part of the reason, but I I don't want to say that's the only reason. I'll have to think about it just a little bit more, but we'll go with that for now. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. See, yeah, he has to think about it. Yeah, because he has no fucking reason, dude. That's why. That's literally, dude. I think the only people that hate LeBron is all the teams. Well, not all the teams, but like the teams that are like super like diehard about their teams in the East from like the past, like basically 20 fucking uh, seasons or like Spurs fans, which is weird. Like, why do Spurs <laughs> fans hate LeBron? I was literally about, I was yeah, like it's weird. It's like, dude, was LeBron gonna, was never was in ask, your you fucking conference. Fan? He's not a Spurs uh, fan. Augustine, you're not a Spurs fan? Uh, I mean, I guess by default, yeah, I am. Yeah, a lot of Spurs fans hate LeBron. Yeah. Okay, so it. I'm going to go and say that I didn't know that fact until recently. I'm only Which saying, fact? I think it's the, because that Spurs of, fans uh, hate LeBron. I didn't know that yeah. until I just never liked LeBron. Yeah. I just that's didn't know like, that fact. Like, it's just a coincidence. Like, so, like, every time I've gone to, like, San Antonio, because obviously Chapito live, lives, lives there, and, like, during the time we would go, like in what, 2014, 2015, when he was uh, fresh off of like the fucking uh, championships and the sh- shit against the uh, Spurs in the championship in those, what was it like two years in a row, row or whatever? Like Spurs fans hate the fuck out of LeBron because of that. I don't know if it's because of that or I don't know what it is, but I, I don't know any like Spurs fan that's like, yeah, I respect LeBron. Like I just have never met them. If you are one, one of those, like fucking contact me and say hey i actually do respect lebron because i don't think i've met one that like actually has any kind of respect for lebron yeah. it's probably because like no one considers uh tim duncan as like a top three player all time i, I do know that's why oh, yeah. dude, he's the best power you literally don't you don't even know anything about fucking tim duncan i probably know more about him than you to me dirk Nowitzki is probably the best player of all time but keep going Okay, anyways, uh, so because okay. we're literally off topic. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, there's this thing that I've been seeing a lot of, and obviously it's about LeBron, but it's more about, like, what I want, want, want to get y'all's, like, insight on it because uh, I've been seeing this a lot that LeBron would either dominate or he would fold in the 70s or 80s during those uh, eras of the NBA. And obviously this isn't, like, I mean, this, it's, like, about him. But it's not this whole thing isn't going to be about him because I would want to know uh, who you guys think 
that's in the NBA right now would be a great player in the 70s or 80s that would like thrive in the 70s or 80s because uh i know people like to debate about lebron but i think it's a consensus like thing that lebron would dominate in any and every single era from the 19 from the fucking like 2000 bc till now <laughs> he's literally a once in a generational talent i don't care if you like disagree like i'm not gonna like argue with anyone about that that's not what we're trying to argue here i would like to know who y'all think besides lebron would uh dominate in the 70s or 80s well uh, well i actually want to hear what augustine says first but i want to i actually want to hear what he says about lebron whether he'll dominate or not okay so, so i guess you could I guess you tell me that, then tell me your player. Okay, so my heart tells Very me my, my heart tells me no, but we're not going with my heart. I want to say I don't know if he would dominate, but for sure I'd say he would come out a Hall of Famer in that era, because I know right now that I hate on him because you know he flops or whatever, but that's I wouldn't say that's the mentality right now, but I feel like the mentality would just be different in that era for him. So I think he would still come out a Hall of Famer in that era. I don't know about dominate, but he would definitely like be a top, one of the top names coming out. I'm impressed by your answer, Augustine. I didn't I, think you would say that. Yeah, I was going to say that, and I, that kind of caught me by surprise. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were going to say like, oh no, he sucks. Nah, hell nah. He would <laughs> yeah, he, get crushed he, by Hakeem Olajuwon. Yeah, he'll be thrown on the floor and he'll be crying. Whatever he would say. Whatever Spurs fans say. I mean, he uh, does but, now, but, but that's that's beside the point. But I mean, I, I don't know about you, Aaron, but I, I got to agree with what he said to a certain extent. Um, but I feel like he will dom he would dominate, you know? Like, um, you know, people always like to say, like, oh, yeah, he flops, like you were saying. But that's just the way today's game is played, you know, because of all the, the rules and the foul calling. You know, players take advantage of it, you know? You know, in an era where that's not really the case, I think LeBron will, you know, he'll he'll be tougher about it, and he would, you know, use his athleticism, like you were saying, Aaron, that he's, you know, um, a freak athlete, a generational talent. He would use his body to his advantage even more than what he does today, and I feel like he would be one of the best, if not the best, probably dunkers in the in the eighties. For sure. Yeah, like people don't like to. People like to uh, say that he's not clutch, but statistically, he's actually the most clutch player of all time in the NBA. I just want to point that out. If you look at the stats, you can look at the stats, Augustine. Like, so, so the stats are one thing. The what? Stats are one thing. What's another thing? What do you mean by that? I mean, I, I just feel like there's more clutch players than him. I mean, you can think there is, but I mean, he's well, hit the most clutch shots. Well, hold up, Aaron. Going, going on of that point. He's looking at bitch. Huh? So going off his point, like, then who who's a player do you think will maybe be uh, more clutch or more dominant in the 80s? Or Aside from LeBron? Okay, so we're moving on to the second part. Um, for sure, not Russell Westbrook, in my opinion. Tony Parker? He's actually one of the ones that would. I'm not going to say him, but I think he actually would. This guy just uh, laughing. Fucking casual, bro. <laughs> I, I want to say he wants to say Tony Parker. And, oh my god! I, 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 I don't think I'll go that right far. Now. I don't no, think no, I'll go that far. The NBA. Only okay. So, so like I said, like I'm super casual, so I don't really know much about the '80s. 
well i don't know much about right now much less you know back then but just because he's probably the best shooter i mean from from the time that i've been watching because it hasn't been much mind you but from the time i've been watching um he's the best shooter that i've ever seen i would say just on a, on a pure just shooting stand base i would I, say um steph curry steph curry yeah i would say i can agree with that i can agree with that because uh shooting was not that was not that prominent back then it wasn't that like i guess like no one would really shoot as much as they shoot now and then you put the best shooter of all time the most consistent most accurate accurate uh shooter of all time in the 70s or 80s yeah he would i think he would average close to 40 points a game to be honest with you oh yeah i don't I think, think it, I, don't, I don't think it would be close if i'm being honest yeah so that's a that's a good answer what's yours jose um i mean that's a tough one uh, can, I, can i maybe say two players because i feel like yeah no i wouldn't say they're similar players but like i guess like their attitudes and like I guess, like, they're, you know, because they're two-way players, but uh, in a way, but, uh, you know, we got to talk about my, uh, my boy Giannis, uh-huh. you know, just because he, he's the opposite of Steph, though. Like, he can't shoot, but, man, could he, he'll probably dominate uh, the boards, you know? Yeah. And he plays defense. And the other guy would say, you know, I got to mention someone from Miami Heat. I got to say Jimmy Butler. Nah, I, I, you're going to say Jimmy Butler. I don't think Jimmy Butler would. Nah. I don't know. That's um, because cause, you know, because you know, he's not the best perimeter shooter, but he's a good he's good inside the paint, and you know, he's a top defensive player. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I I I could see it, but I don't agree with it. But I could yeah. see it. Obviously, I love Jimmy Butler because I love that he has my favorite team. But I I think if anyone from the Heat was gonna like dominate back then, I feel like it would be Bam. Bam, yeah, no, that's a, that's a good one too. Yeah, I I feel like Bam would be it because uh, Bam is like obviously he's six ten and he's gonna pretty uh, probably sometime in the next like one one or two years he's gonna develop a consistent three point shot and then you take it to the fact that and then you take it to you take it to the fact that he can do everything that a center can do plus more. Yeah, I'm I'm taking him over Jimmy, but what do you call it? Um. Those are good answers. I mean, I think my two, I think one of them uh, is a well, younger dude. Before you I say, was, I think I'll go ahead and add a second player. Um, <laughs> your favorite player from the Heat of all time, the Birdman, Chris Anderson. Oh, my God. Dude. He's, he's, not even, he's not even a current player. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> I was he's just joking. Like <laughs> um, I, I, I don't... Keep going. <laughs> oh my, uh, my my two, uh, I think it would be one that would for sure dominate is uh, Zion Williamson. Mm. I think he would dominate because oh, he had, I think that's more of a hot take. I know. I don't think that's a hot take at all because he's fucking big as hell. I can't uh, say anything. Had, <laughs> I don't know who these players are. Huh? Yeah, I know. Yeah, <laughs> but like what do you call it? Uh, he uh, he had a consistent three point shot this year. I think since he's been in the league two years ago. And he can shoot from like anywhere, and he can get boards. He can play defense. I think Zion would be one you know that would uh, dominate. You know what? Yeah, you know what? Now that you mentioned all that, I think I think I'll agree to that because um, 
I mean, I don't know. Is he as as freak of an athlete as like some of these other players? Would he's, you say he's on the level of LeBron as far as like freak athlete goes? 100%. He's not on the level, or he is. He is on the level of like LeBron, of like a y- oh, young, okay. of like a young fucking LeBron. Yeah, that's what I would say to yeah, be honest. Because I because I know he's got the 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 toughness and the physicalness. Oh yeah. Um, you know, but um, you know, would he be able to? Play in that style. That he, style in the eighties. His style of ball is like is um, what you would call, I guess, like bully ball. Like he would literally bully you. Uh, can't say that word. He would bully you on the fucking paint and then like dunk on you. Like he he yeah, dude. Like Zion would for sure be one that I would that I think think would like dominate in the seventies or eighties. So do you, so do you think Zion would be a good candidate for like the bad boys? Yeah, dude, hundred percent, bro. I think he yeah, like the way like, if you look at him, if you look at him, he's like he's like very like soft. What's what the fuck's that term called? Um, soft spoken. Like he's not like you know like he has like a he has like a girly voice. He's not like like if if you see a big like a big ass like uh uh fucking dude that's like that's like his size. He's like what he's like two sixty, uh six ten or whatever or like six nine or whatever. And you see him like he's not like like and then you hear him talk. You're like, oh shit! Like his, uh, his, how do you say it? his appearance doesn't match his, um, his tone. Yeah, his fucking tone, like the way he talks or like the way he carries himself. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, but like, yeah, he he's he's a bad man, dude. He's gonna be one of the best uh, players in the next for 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 the next ten years for sure. Yeah. And uh, my second one, uh, I. I would say Kevin Durant, but I feel like it's too obvious. He would like dominate anywhere, so I'm not gonna say K- KD. But I think the second player that I enjoy uh, watching is probably Damian Lillard. I think would dominate in the era because I think he's uh, close to the same as Curry as far as uh, shooting the three ball. He can literally shoot from anywhere. He can shoot from half court, and he does it consistently. I mean, he has like fucking what. Uh, Five, uh, like four or five uh, game winners from that fucking uh, range in the postseason. So he's definitely capable of that. And he can score from anywhere. Okay, so he can score from anywhere. And he's a very good fa- uh, facilitator. And he's a more than capable uh, defender. So I would put uh, Lillard for the sh- for sure there. Oh, that's a good, That's a great option, actually. Cause he's he just like he's just like good, bro. Like I just I love to watch him play, man. Those are my two guys that I like like to watch play. I think yeah. uh, someone else that I would actually that I would like to mention is uh, Ben Simmons. I'm just kidding. Uh, ben Simmons is Ben Simmons. I, I, no, honestly, bro, I, mean, he might, I mean, honestly, he ben might. Simmons, he he might. Hey, <laughs> I don't understand the Ben Simmons, hey, man. Everybody talks shit about him, saying that he sucks ass. The only thing, the only thing he's like not like good at is having a consistent like shot. He's fucking I, great at passing it. I think uh, I think the uh, issue. Think he's the, a great defender. He's a great like finisher at the rim. He can do everything except have a consistent shot. I think the issue people have with him is uh, his attitude towards the game. I could agree with that, but because he doesn't, because he you know he knows that his flaw is shooting, but he comes out or they come out and say that he knows that it's bad and he doesn't work on it, and I think that's what people don't like. I also I also don't blame him at all for not wanting to play for the 76ers anymore. Cause I don't know if you've been paying attention to that, how he said he's already been saying for the past like month and a half 
that he will not not that he's not going to suit up for the Sixers this season at all. And he's done with them. Like he's not like he's not even like answering uh Joel's uh phone calls. Like he doesn't want anything to do with anyone from the seven from the he's just Sixers. done. Or yeah, like he's just done with them. Cause like they want they uh so obviously like they're trying to trade him, but they want like fucking uh LeBron type of like shit back for him and he's just not like that great like he's I I do I do do think he's a great player but if he had a jump shot we would not be in this uh situation it would be like okay like he's just like you know he would be like good you know what I mean yeah I honestly but, thought that you were gonna say uh Max Kellerman's pick uh Iguodala my god dude Iguodala <laughs> I maybe want like five years maybe like five years ago the Kudala of today. Oh my God! Dude, speaking of Stephen A. Smith, man, and uh, Max Kellerman, dude, I that I feel I feel bad for that man. Fucking poor Max fucking Kellerman. He got betrayed by Stephen A. Smith, dumbass. <laughs> That's because I actually had a like a, a fucking ton of respect for him, but now that uh, he did that shit, that's kind of like that's kind of a low bro, a uh, low blow, bro. Honestly. Do you want to elaborate what happened? Uh yeah, so uh Stephen A. Smith and Max Kellerman were on that uh famous uh show where they debate kind of kind of like here. Uh, uh, first take on, on ESPN. Uh, ESPN. Yeah, ESPN first take every I think it's every day or whatever, like at ten o'clock. Yeah, right. yeah my Monday through Friday. And, uh, Kellerman was on it for the past like four or five years, right? He's been on it for like, the past like four or five years. No, I don't think it was that long. Or like three what? years. Well, yeah, I want to say maybe like three years. Skip left. Skip left like 2016, 2017. Yeah, it's been like four or five years. Yeah, really that long ago. Yeah, it's been like yeah. So he's been on it for four or five years, and uh, recently, uh, Max Kellerman got well. They said that he got that goal from the show, and obviously, like uh, nobody uh, knew 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 why he got kicked off the show. And then I think it was on a podcast that Stephen A. Smith was on uh, recently. This past, I think it was like this past week or sometime this past week. He said that he's the reason why he got kicked out that he's the one that told the bosses to uh let him go because he didn't want want him on anymore so i kind of like and like he tried to like i guess uh uh say or not not say but like he tried to i guess make an excuse as to why he did it because he said that they were like i guess they just like drifted apart in his own terms or whatever but i i i think that's bullshit it's just like it's like fucked up bro that he did that no no, I agree because um, you know I, I like Max Kellerman. He might have said some controversial or some dumb things in the past, but you know, overall he was good. But I mean, mm. Stephen A. Smith says a bunch of controversial shit. It's just they part of did. the game, bro. Like that, it that, makes that, that is part of it. Exactly, but I mean, I didn't think Max Kellerman was bad at, any, like, at you know at all. So I mean, it's obvious that there's a lot of like behind the scenes things going on. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. see, like. Obviously, I we've been watch watching uh first take since like 2009, 2010, whenever it was um, since Skip Bayless. Uh, yeah, since it was Skip and fucking Stephen A. Smith. But like, I think the most iconic thing that people still talk about to this day for that show is the whole "I want equal dollar," and that's from Max Kellerman, bro. So like, I don't know how the fuck you take him off, but whatever, man. I don't know how can he take <laughs> off Skip Bayless with all the stuff he would say. Oh my god, bro, dude, dude. ah, oh, dude. Speaking of Skip Bayless. I always see this one thing of when he was on there, when he was on a uh, first take was that I, I think it was when 
I think it was the prime of um, Tebow being good, I guess, or whatever, with the Broncos. And then I remember it was uh, Stephen A. and uh, Skip. And then uh, they begged, oh no, they asked the question uh, right now, would you prefer in the, no, right now, who would you prefer in the fourth quarter with the game on the line, Tom Brady or Tim Tebow? And obviously, Skip Bayless was like, Stephen A. with no objection or whatever the fuck he said. Uh, with uh, pure, like, I guess, like... Confidence. Like, I test, yeah, with confidence and everything, I'm taking Tim Tebow. And then Stephen A, like, felt it. It was, it was the funniest shit ever, bro. Like, Skip Bayless is just a troll, bro. And he <laughs> plays that shit perfectly. It's funny. Okay, so I think that's going to go ahead and do it for this week. Um, if you guys have any questions, comments, any thoughts you want about um, today's episode, you can go ahead and uh, tweet it or go ahead and leave it on the YouTube comments. Uh, Aaron, if you want to say your handle. Uh, Aaron, A-A-R-O-N, underscore D-L-G-06. And uh, Jose, thank you for coming on, man. It was actually really good. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, thanks for having me on. Um, hopefully, hopefully hopefully, I made the cut for another one in the future. Yeah, probably not because you like the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Yeah. Peace. Thank you. Bye.